0: Hello and welcome to The Wine Dude, Tasting As You Go, a podcast for those who are excited about wine tasting but too poor to be a snob. We're gonna take you through all of the different wineries up and down the coast of California, the great golden state. California is known for its production of wine and grapes. We have all kinds of wineries we wanna introduce you to. Wineries that are sort of the back roads approach. You never really get the the smaller wineries because those are the ones that are hard to find. That's what we're going to introduce you to. It's come to my attention over the years of wine tasting that a great wine isn't necessarily an expensive wine. That's what the whole point of this uh, iPodcast is about. Being the cheap bastard that I am, I'm always looking for the best wine for the best price. $200 for a bottle of wine is just too much in my eyes. So follow me as we go to these different wineries. We're gonna take a look at all the different people that work there, all the different people that live there, and see who's got the best sense of humor. And hopefully, hopefully, we won't put you to sleep. So come with me, the wine dude, tasting as you go. I'm gonna take you through these different wineries and you'll see that the, the intimacy that we have in the smaller wineries is very comfortable and everybody seems very happy. Some of the bigger wines, although we may feature a uh, future episode on bigger wines, a lot of the intimacy gets kind of thrown out the door and onto the back lawn with all the poodle bombs. It's a problem. Come to our website at www.thewinedude.com. We want everything, all kinds of information, suggestions, even a slam, we don't care. Come visit us and come with The Wine Dude, tasting as you go. Welcome to The Wine Dude, tasting as you go a podcast for those excited about wine tasting but too poor to be a snob. We're here in the beautiful Valley of Santa Ynez, just north of Santa Barbara, California. Today, we're featuring the wonderful blended wines of Artiste Winery. Follow me as we go in, tasting as you go. Welcome to Artiste Winery. This place is just dripping with creativity. One of the most wonderful wineries you'll ever see. By looking around, you can see that there's all types of art up on the wall, stuff created by local artists. You can even come in and paint your own painting. Try some of their wines, they're awesome. We're here at the tasting bar with Brian Rice. Brian Rice is the winemaker and the owner of Artiste Winery. How's it going, Brian? Excellent. Yeah? Having a good time? Oh, yeah. Alright, cool. Go ahead, Brian. Tell us what you know.
1: Uh, Well, I'll give you a a basic rundown of the wines. Uh, I like to blend wines, so I'm somewhat unorthodox for American consumers. Uh, Typically, people in, in this country like to buy by the grape. Wait a minute. Unorthodox? You bet. Ah. That's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Um, You know, typically people like uh, classification in our modern American culture. They like vanilla, strawberry, chocolate. I typically like to blend wines. I love and always have loved drinking wines that are different grapes, and I treat my wines like paint. So I liked the analogy of uh, of blending different wines together to create what are my own unique interpretations of. Old world wines. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) We'll start with uh, Impressionist Blanc, tribute to the wines that Van Gogh would have been drinking in the 1870s and 80s. He was, uh, of course, known for drinking absinthe, which probably led to his demise. Uh, I think we're gonna get buzzed here. (laughs) (laughs) So I always suggest that uh, you don't go to that and stick with the white wine. Mm -hmm he would have been drinking wines very similar to this uh, in cafes in southern france and it's mostly semillon and sauvignon blanc and one of the components the semillon was barrel fermented and the sauvignon blanc was stainless steel fermented so you get crispness nice acidity from the sauvignon blanc it's a 2004 vintage along with kind of like this buttered popcorn feel and a viscosity from the barrel fermented so oh, i love popcorn oh that's really good so did these grapes come from here yeah these were sourced from santa barbara county vineyards i like to uh, have a wide palate. in other words i don't grow any of my own grapes so i like to source from vineyards all over california i find that i tend to like vineyards as far up as Napa and Sonoma as well as as far down south as LA County and Temecula. We're blessed to live in a, a state that produces grape wine up and down its coast. So I thought, why limit myself to just Santa Barbara, not saying it's, it's not, it, you know, I believe Santa Barbara can produce grape wine. But at the same time, so does Napa, so does Paso Robles. Right. Well, you're all about blending anyway, so you might as well take grapes from everywhere. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then to be able to blend those appellations together also adds complexity to the wine. Mm -hmm. Because each area has its own unique flavor. Right. So, uh, I don't know, it's just more fun that way. I see what you mean by the popcorn, too. Very good. Next up, it's a label by James Pratt. He's a featured artist for this quarter. He paints with a, a knife. He actually uses a palette knife. Oh wow! And uh, and a caulking gun. He applies the paint right onto the canvas, slaps it on with a knife, and then uh, touches it up with a paintbrush. Very unique. I like that. True impressionist. He actually um, paints very fast. Really? And uh, he paints on site, on location. He doesn't sit in a studio with a photograph. He actually goes to places and paints. So it's Chardonnay and Viognier. That's okay. two of my favorite white wines, together in the same glass. You get a little bit of the oak. Mm-hmm. That's from the Chardonnay, it is um, it is a barrel fermented style, but then the Viognier was totally stainless steel. I like to combine the two different styles, because you get the crispness again from the stainless steel, mm-hmm. mixed with more of the weightier, viscosity of the barrel fermented style. There's a, I don't know, a a spiciness on the tip Mm -hmm. of the tongue. Mm -hmm. Vignet is is known to be somewhat of a red wine drinker's white wine. Ah, no wonder I like it. (laughs) It's also very floral and somewhat exotic on the nose. It typically has more of the passion fruit aromas, a little bit of guava. It decorates the the pineapple and uh, more of the tropical notes of the Chardonnay. Very good. What was the name of this? Hmm. We named the wines after the paintings. The uh, the painter, of course, titles the painting, and then we name the wines after the painting. Very cool. It's called Picnic in the Dunes. Picnic in the Dunes. I like Picnic in the Dunes. We make about 200 cases of each of these wines, so they're very, very limited in production, and I, I only sell them here. You only sell them here? Mm -hmm. So it'll go out to the public at all? Uh, Through the doors.
0: Through the doors, that's it. Yep. Alright, cool. Let's face it guys, you gotta come here in order to get these wines. I like that. The only other way is of course the website. The website? Artiste.com. Artiste.com. Is that www.artiste.com? Yes sir. Yes, sir. So you guys got it.
1: (laughs) Moving on to my new favorite artist, somebody very dear to my heart. Christina Locaccio, who actually works here at Artiste, she's our resident artist, she accidentally discovered painting with wine. With wine? Yeah, she spilt a little bit of wine on a piece of watercolor paper and thought, Eureka, here's an opportunity to experiment with a, yet yeah, a new medium and also be able to drink her own medium, so. Yeah, that's kind of how I figured out how my shirt, <laughs> with my shirt here, uh,
0: you know, kind of spilled wine on myself a couple times. And uh, anyway, we'll get into
1: that later. <laughs> so this one's called Nelly Coline. And I don't want to know about the shirt, by the way. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Is it my wine?
0: Of course, actually it is Our your wine, right. believe Thanks. it or not. <laughs> I swear to God. Fantastic. When we first started this thing, um, we were discussing it and it just so happened uh, we were drinking your wine at the time and the wine fell on the
1: shirt. All right. The rest is history. Beautiful, we'll have to brand it. You could suck on the shirt if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, thanks for offering. <laughs> this is my favorite wine right now. Very good. I'm more of, more of a red wine drinker personally. Um, so I make the whites more, in more of a red wine drinker's style. I can tell. But this red is, to me, is one of the best that that I've ever been able to make. It's so much fun to drink. It's soft, yet has a long lingering finish and is very spicy. It has like watermelon and cassis and strawberry notes uh, in the nose. Mm -hmm. And then on the palate, uh, cranberry and raspberry and just different types of jellies, jams. It's really fun. This wine is called Nelli Colline, which means in the hills. And the image is uh, this beautiful woman, you know, picking foods for the dinner table in a place called Borolo. Borolo is northern Italy near Piedmont, Piedmonte. And uh, there's a famous producer there named Enrico Scavino. He's um, very famous. He's called the King of Borolo. Uh, this wine pays homage to his style of blends. So it's a, it's a blend of... Uh, Dolcetto, kind of a rare grape for the United States, and Barbera and Merlot. This one's uh, Toretta, the uh, tower, the little tower in Italian. And this basically is a blend of Nebbiolo, which is the noble grape of Piedmont, Mm -hmm. and Barbaresco. This represents the Barbaresco region and a winemaker named Angelo Gaia. Okay. So each of the wines basically pays homage to an old world appellation and also a winemaker in particular.
0: Right. And then you just blend them together.
1: Mm-hmm. In the same style Very that they do, you know. Right. They, he's known for a wine named Cito Moresco. Fantastic wine. It's uh, almost exactly the same percentages of grapes, uh, except he uses more Merlot. Uh, this is about 50% Nebbiolo, Nebbiolo. Uh, Merlot, and you'll notice I decorated with about 10% Cab Franc and 10% Barbera just to kind of, for color, color, flavor, and it balanced it out a little bit. I like it.
0: I like what you're doing here, man.
1: Thanks. And that's it for our, uh, you know, artiste labels. Okay. We found a
0: fan here at Artiste Winery. Big fan. And uh, what's your name, Guy? Guy. Nice Guy. to meet you. Wine dude. How you doing? Love your work. Love your work. It's all thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> I just drink. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're having you on camera here. Mm. Uh, basically, uh, tell us what you think. I could just honestly say it's such a unique concept. They they break the mold of what wine is. It's you know they instead of trying to do that. Oh, this Chablis from 57 is wonderful. You know, they just try to like, they blend different wines. They, it's what, wine is an experience. You know, you should be able to like, taste it and it should either taste like crap or taste really good to you. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, well thanks thank a lot. You very much. Nice to meet appreciate you. Appreciate it. And Go thank ahead. you for having me. That's I appreciate awesome. it. It was, a lot, it was a lot of fun. I, I'm gonna buy everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying the store. Great. Um, is there any special processes that you do that we should know about? Or is that totally secret?
1: No, no. I I believe in truth and advertising and telling everybody uh, about what I do. Because wine is such a mystical, kind of mythological, mythological product. People have all these misconceptions of how it's made. Some people even think it's distilled. You know. Right. It's actually made. made, Nature really makes wine. Ultimately, true. A true winemaker will tell you that he or she does very little to actually intervene in the winemaking process. He or she is basically a minimal interventionist, letting nature truly make the wine and, and just capturing the true essence of the site and the, the place and time in the bottle for the customer. Right. And, and I totally revere that and respect that theory, and I, and I believe in it wholeheartedly. But it doesn't allow for a lot of creativity for the winemaker. So for me, I always thought, how much better would it be to be able to blend different terroirs, different regions together to create your own balance, your own uniqueness, um, aside from what nature provides right so you know it's kind of a combination of revering nature and yet at the same time saying let's go for no rules winemaking and make something that is true to your heart and unique to everybody that would be drinking it man it's so, kind nice. of the, the whole concept of the wine deed right you betcha just go right
0: ahead and, and enjoy tasting you know because are a lot of people like you out there that are, are doing you know really well with the different kinds of flavors that you're putting out there. Thanks a lot. Thank you. I really appreciate that. We're here at Artiste Winery with local artist Christina. Christina is a, a wonderful artist and she does some very unique paintings here with um, wine. Correct? Okay. okay. You. If you notice, there are a couple of bottles here that have her uh, painting on here. As we know with Artista Winery, they feature local artists to do the labels and they're named after the painting, correct?
2: Correct, uh, this is Toretta. Toretta is a uh, painting of the town of Barbaresco and I was inspired by the blend that our winemaker produced. Uh, the blend is like a Barbaresco style blend in, in Italy and I was fortunate enough to go there last last year and so decided to uh, reproduce Barbaresco using, using red wine it's very fitting for that, for that style of wine. And, um, and then Nelly Colline, uh, it actually means in the hills in Italian, and this is a, this is a painting made in red wine. Uh, our, our theme this year is a painter's picnic, so there's a picnic basket, and I wanted to recreate that region in, in the north of, of Italy, in Piedmonte, which is very hilly and very cloudy much of the time, so, so that's where that came into play. And, uh, and yeah, they're both painted uh, wine and a little uh, chalk pastel, I kind of use that as my, my, my drawing tool.
0: Tell us what your
2: process is. Yeah, I, I started painting with wine about a year and a half ago. And um, I think, first and foremost, I, I just became a wino, wine geek, whatever you want to call it. Been in the business about five years and uh, started working for a, a wine magazine And on my 21st birthday. And um, just loving wine and, and being very interested in wine, and all the while being an artist, um, I, I loved how wine. You know, it tells a story. Everything about a wine is a story of a place, of a blend, of a art, of a winemaker, of a region, of a history, and it's just so exciting. And of course, what I like to do is tell stories from my art. I came up with the idea of painting with wine and uh, went to uh, the local market, bought the cheapest wine possible, and fooled around with the different varieties. You know, got some Carignan, got some Malbec, a little Zinfandel, a little Cabernet Sauvignon, and just put it down on the paper. See the difference in color and. And that's led to a lot of experimentation. And I thought one day, well, what about cooking it down, making a little reduction sauce, mm-hmm. if you will. And as you cook it down, it gets a lot brighter, a lot darker. So you can really get a, the uh, contrast in the paintings.
0: And You were telling me something about uh, the different kinds of wine and, and the colors that you get out of it. Can you explain this a little right.
2: better? And this is interesting. This is actually one wine. This is actually one Cabernet Sauvignon. And, um, and I, I did some little adjustments um, in, the, in the chemistry of the wine. Uh, so a wine with a higher acid tends to be a lot brighter, so so this wine here is, is really vibrant, really bright, and um, it has a very low pH. Something that's been cooked is, um, as you see here, it's a little darker. It's It's got a, a really deep color, and that's cooking it down. Um, and you have something very raw, very neutral, and you get kind of a middle range. So there's really a lot you can do with, with the cooking of the wines. Um, I think that's the major thing that's... It's in my work that that um, allows for variation, but uh, you can see in some of them I do use pastel, um, and there, there's a range of the darkness, uh, but they all come around to be about the same color, so they're not um, too dramatically uh, different. It's really the wine coming through, but it, it's it's interesting, and I and I love working with it, and I think it's a it's beautiful to kind of. Um, Comment on the on the wine color visually, and, and and that's the first thing that you look at when you taste a wine is the color. Is it clear? Is it dark? Is it is it purple? Is it red? Is it garnet? Is it brick? You know, brown. Mm-hmm. Old wines are brown, so it's it's a little of all that. You know, I mean,
0: you, you look at the wines very artistically. You're right. You're, you're perfect for this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you work here too, correct?
2: I do. I do. I've been here uh, for about two years. I opened with Artiste, and we've grown, and um, it's the perfect place for me, and you know, especially because I'm an artist and I and I love the wine and and um. It allowed me to kind of really go in that direction with it so it, it's, it's cool it's a great creative atmosphere to be and you're always kind of looking outside the box and it's no surprise that i thought of well, why not wine is pain you know just being here and uh-huh. and uh, surrounded by all this so so yeah I, I'm, I'm lucky I, I get to show my work here for a few months for three months and i've the two labels on Toretta and anelli colline and uh, the great wines outstanding wines
0: are you going to be doing um, any classes here? In the yeah, future?
2: yeah, of course. Um, I, I love teaching classes, and um, you know, I will be having some painting with wine classes coming up, and that's something we like to do here at Artiste. Is we see ourselves as educators in wine and in art, so we do very fun, uh, fun courses um, every so often, you know. And, and and it's great. It's everything outside the box, you know. So painting yeah. with wine is just one example.
0: Yeah, we had, you have a beautiful. You know, concept here. Right. We just love it. We're having a great time here. Um, anything else that you want to add?
2: Well, I wish you could buy Artiste and check us out and, and see and try the awesome wines. Every one of them is an art form and, and check out the art and actually do your own painting because we always have an open studio so if you come in you can paint, uh, pick up a brush. We have uh, all kinds of paints and brushes just for you to use. Because um, one thing I know for sure is having a little bit of wine, the creativity gets flowing and they do go hand in hand. So. And we have a little wine here you can actually paint with if you want to give that a shot, too. Ah, uh, that with wine. Or paint your t-shirt.
0: That's right. See? <laughs> with Artiste wine. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, great. Well, thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. And um, what you're doing here is a great thing. And I love the fact that, that they use these these paintings on the bottles.
2: Yeah, it's great. so much fun. Yeah, and it's always changing. Every year fun new art. So it's always new exciting wine, new exciting art. Great.
0: OK, well, you're uh, with the wine dude, tasting as you go. This is Artiste Winery. You can look them up at www.artiste.com. Hey, this is the Wine Dude. I'm giving you guys directions to Artiste Winery. You can find them at 3569 Segunto Street, Studio 102 in Old Santa Ynez, California. If you're coming from the Los Angeles, you want to go to the 101 North, exit the 154 San Marcos Pass North, travel about 30 miles over the San Ynez Mountains, Exit left onto Highway 246 west towards Inez. Right at the first stoplight onto Edison. Right onto Segundo Street. And Artiste is a half block down, Segundo on the left. If you're traveling from the north from San Francisco, take the 101 south. Exit 154 San Marcos Pass south. Travel about 10 miles. Exit right onto Highway 246 west towards Santillanez right at the first stoplight onto Edison, right onto Sagunto Street. Artiste is a half block down Sagunto on the left. Well, there you have it. Thanks for joining us at Artiste Winery, our first official Wine Dude podcast. Check out the website at www.thewinedude.com. Get information about the wineries we visit, download our podcast, and look for the Wine Dude Upside Down Tour podcast and check our future episodes on some great California wineries. And come with the Wine Dude, tasting as you go.